Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. Geophys. Just an emo 
Good evening. Hivelta. Hello to Hollywood. And a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Hopefully safe at home, but I know that circumstances may prevent that from being the case. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's literate community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the Student on campus, and our signal takes us throughout the Lower Mainland. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grey and then dipping south across the Salish Sea, and then our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up through the sky and deep into space, for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear, and our signal dives down well into the underground, from where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune to CRTR on channel 7023, and at least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web, www. .citr.ca The Exploding Head Movies show page there contains track listings and downloads for this episode, along with past ones, and you'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. You can also find the podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, and Stitcher. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then the Shoutcast stream to the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your man behind the typewriter for the next two hours, so hold on to your hats as we start the presses, and then stop them. You should have received your complimentary and newly regulatory poison pen in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, there's at least one poison donut amongst the dozen in a box nearby. Please note that this is a pre-recorded show made in the home office of Exploding Headquarters, so do not call in. SCITR remains closed due to the coronavirus pandemic. But you can email anytime, radiofreegak, and that's a G-A-K at gmail.com. Just keep it short, sweet, and to the point, and make sure it's related to the show in some way. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter, at 100air, and spell that out. I really should have locked into the numbers when they were available. Otherwise, we are on Instagram, and it is Myopic Man. It is part four of our annual Oscar profile here this week. And as we do every year, and as I've mentioned over the past three weeks in the lead up to the Academy Awards, we listen to some of the nominated songs and scores over the weeks. And on Sunday, April 25th, now less than two weeks away, the 93rd Academy Awards will be handed out. So yes, over the past three weeks, we have heard selections from the nominated scores to the films Minari, The Five Bloods, and News of the World, along with nominated songs from Judas and the Black Messiah, One Night in Miami, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. This week, it is Trent Reznor's and Atticus Ross's nominated score to Mank, and then we'll hear the nominated song from Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. And I've shared that song in the past and I haven't yet found a cover that I've dug. So, we'll get to hear it again. If it's new to you, we have some additional context for it. 
We'll also hear one of the crazy songs from the recent Borat sequel, which got very nicely close to being nominated. And then next week, our final nomination profile will be a second profile on the Pixar film Soul. And then we'll hear the nominated song from The Life Ahead. So yes, two weeks from now, once the Oscars are handed out, I'll try to stitch together the winners in a timely fashion, though it's going to be chaotic, just so you know. Since I try to normally get these episodes done from home well before the time when the ceremonies occur. So there are going to be some long-form pieces with no context to what's going on, and some other things bolted on, so two weeks from now, it'll be a very Frankensteinian or Frankensteinian episode. So hopefully you're managing the Provincial Circuit Breaker as best you can. Our case numbers are still horrifically high, as the third wave of COVID-19 has hit us, especially with all its variants of concern now making the majority of what's out there. Vaccinations at least are now close to the expected pace, so the initial forecast of having all adults getting their first shot before Canada Day feels doable, barring shipping delays or some of the weirdness reported in some facilities with spoiled doses. Personally, I'm thankful that my dad finally got his first dose last week, and some co-worker friends here have also received theirs. So this should mean that even with this coronavirus around, more and more people should be safe from its more harmful effects. Still, it feels like as we juggle what we've learned about certain vaccines and blood clots, more frontline workers and other essential staff should get their doses by now. And based on, like, the one good thing coming out of Ontario's horrible handling of COVID-19, mobile vaccination stations in neighborhoods with high case counts seems to be a good way to do it, allowing all adults there to get protected. And maybe we need to do that here. The age-based approach that we're doing does help since our elderly don't have a strong immune system to develop antibodies quickly. But in parallel, we do need to protect those people who still have to go out and work. So, in other good news, teachers and school staff in Surrey are starting to get their vaccines. So it seems like we can tackle this on multiple fronts whilst the wider population waits. So right now, as I record, people over the age of 67 and indigenous folks over age 18 are currently invited to be vaccinated, with those over 60 being asked to register through the government website so that they can be notified when it's their turn. Progress can be slow, as numbers look high, but with patience, we got this. I know it's taxing on multiple fronts, so do hang in there. I know it's tough. Do know in my case, I do miss hanging out with people personally. So it's hard for us to be social, especially as we get a little bit of video conference fatigue. We started off with the act Dry Cleaning, and from their debut album, New Long Leg, we heard strong feelings. Dry Cleaning out of South London in England, as we heard, along with some quality tightly wound post-punk, their vocalist Florence Shaw is more of a spoken word type who lets the words do their work with minimal emoting. Dry Cleaning had put out various singles and EPs prior to New Long Leg, but with their signing into 4AD, they're getting more exposure, a lot more accolades. And I'd love to see how this translates live once touring and concerts become a thing again, which may be the case in places like the United Kingdom, as herd immunity is about to kick in soon. In the background, this is Heiki. Off this year's album, Dubtown, this song is April Dub. Heiki Silaste is a Toronto electronic musician with Estonian roots, and Dubtown highlights as we hear a mixture of ambient, techno, and psychedelia. 
And in the case of April Dub, it was partly recorded live off the floor with analog drum machines and single note synthesizers, with some additional vocoder, pedal work, and field recordings mixed in later. In the lead-up to Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, it feels like we should hear some industrial-type sounds in this episode, but as we will hear, Mank is something else altogether. Still, starting abrasively fits into our ragged MO, so we'll begin with new music from White Ring. Back in 2019, original member Kendra Malia died after a long struggle with drugs and schizophrenia. And Brian Kirkamillis, and then later member Adina Viarengo, were in the midst of recording what would become their second album, This Year's Show Me Heaven, when Malia passed away. So their grief poured into their music, and the Witch House genre label still applies to their distorted trance sound, but you will hear them circling the pop structures that uh, we expect in some ways while they face their emotions. Off show me heaven. This will be White Ring with I Need a Way. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies. I can get you into heaven if you're on the list.
Special Interest. Off last year's The Passion of Special Interest, we heard Don't Kiss Me in Public. Special Interest are a New Orleans act that don't fit into what we associate with the typical sound from that town. It's definitely no wave. They got some glam and synth punk there. It's the quartet of Ali Logout, Nathan Cassiani, Maria Elena, and Ruth Michelli. And behind me, this is India Jordan. Off last year's For You single, this is Rave City. Jordan is a queer techno producer who grew up in northern England, but they moved to London to be in the Dalston neighborhood. And they combine house, ambient, drum and bass, and happy hardcore together. And they have a new single due out next month called Watch Out. And we'll stay in London here, and we'll stay upbeat here with a remix by the former resident of Grand Forks, British Columbia, Jada G, who also left Berlin recently since... When she's not spinning or making music, she's also an environmental toxicologist, as she used to work at the Vancouver Aquarium when not DJing parties earlier in music career here. Jada G recently announced that she has a DJ Kicks mix due next month, but last year she put out a double single, and on the B-side is this wonderful little remix. Here's Jada G with the Sunset Bliss mix of one of the A-sides, Both of Us.
Singya. And you spell that S-Y-N-G-J-A. Singya. Of the 2016 album Lang Ama. We heard Monster Trucks. Singya is a Canadian Icelandic act featuring cellist and singer Tyr Yami and multi-instrumentalist Justin Guswell. Tyr and her interdisciplinary artist sister Yasa are the subjects in a documentary called Sisters, Dreams and Variations, and it is screening as part of the Real to Real Film Festival here in British Columbia, which starts tomorrow, Tuesday, April 13th, and runs until the 24th. Sisters, Dreams and Variations finds the Yasas taking inspiration from their folk-singing great-grandmother as they visit her ancestral Iceland with director Catherine Legault. Tyr scored the film along with Guswell, plus Eric Shaw. And the 23rd edition of the Real to Real Film Festival for Youth champions stories about diversity and inclusivity, along with addressing the impact of social media, racism, and discrimination. There's going to be 18 feature films and 45 shorts from over 35 countries and indigenous nations. It's all going to be done virtually. So check out the website, www.r2rfestival.org. For more details about how to watch the films, along with the various programs that they have for elementary and secondary schools. In the background, this is the Hang 10 Gallon Hats, Toronto's grand instrumental twangy band. Off their debut album, Giddy Up Surfboard, this is Chip Truck. Since we talked a bit about Indigenous folks, this next set features two artists from our First Nations. And Leanne Batasa Mosake Simpson is a writer, musician, and academic from the Michi Sagig Mishnabeg Nation through the Alderville First Nation by Wingham, Ontario. Along with her fiction and nonfiction books, Simpson has released four albums, and her latest, Theory of Ice, came out a few weeks back. From that album, Here's Leanne Beresamosake Simpson, and the song is Break Up.
come to look upon my face and are the stars exploding down the misty aisle space who's that coming down the track walking up to me her arms outstretched and waiting waiting just for me little Charlie Wenja shuffling through the snow moving down the railway line trying to make it home and he's made it 40 miles hundred left to go it's a long old lonesome journey shuffling through the snow Willie Dunn, with a song in tribute to the residential school victim Chani Wenjack, recently eulogized by the late Gord Downey for his album Secret Path. Going back to 1971, so now 50 years ago, we heard Willie Dunn with Charlie. Dunn was a Micmac singer-songwriter, film director, and politician known for his anti-colonial, anti-racist music in the 70s and 80s with his wonderful guitar and deep vocals. As for his films, he worked with the National Film Board of Canada to highlight a lot of the mistreatment and then politicization that our First Nations ran into and then ran with, and they gained a stronger voice. Dunn died back in 2013, one year before three of his songs appeared on the Light in the Attic compilation Native North America Volume 1, which brought him to wider attention outside of Canada. And his song I Pity the Country has picked up more attention, and it was even covered by the act we heard before Dunn, Leanne Betasamok Sake Simpson. Dunn is the subject of a new compilation also through Light in the Attic. It's called Creation Never Sleeps, Creation Never Dies. It's definitely worth a listen to, and we'll be sharing more tracks in the future. And behind me, this is Barry Adamson from the 1989 album Moss Side Story. This is Everything Happens to Me. We'll go to Japan next with Takara Araki. She's a singer I've shared in the past who's collaborated with fellow Japanese artists. And her dark pop with sultry vibes explores a lot of shadowy experimental spaces. Looks like a lot of her music is released across multiple labels, so finding out her latest release, be it Japanese or then translated to English, is a bit hard to track outside of Spotify. But this is the title track to one of her singles that came out last year. Here's Takara Araki with Deserve. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Him Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory from the Student Nest on UBC campus from 7 to 9 Pacific Daylight Time every Monday. If you can't catch us on the radio, we are on Telesoptic Channel 7023. We do stream live at www.citr.ca. Or then we're available as a podcast via Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, Geosaven, or wherever you get your MP3s via RSS. Come back, come back, 
Isäni en ole nähnyt, lehtolapsi olen vaan, jonka näiti synnyttänyt,
Paljon kärsit äiti armas, synnyttäis maailmaan. Lehto lapsen isättömän, kulkijaksi kuolemaan yksin.
Birainen Blom Company with Aperen Laulu, which translates from Finnish as Bastard's Song or Bastard's Path. That's off of the 2020 album Matka, or The Path. The Birainen Blom Company are a modern folk act from Finland with J.P. Birainen on guitar and then Venla Ilona Blom on vocals and beatboxing. And Blom is also a member of a Finnish act I've played in the past called Tuulatar. And joining them recently on the accordion is Vivi Maria Sarangula. So along with the musical aspect, there's a fusion of traditional modern dance when seen live. Apara is an odd word in Finnish culture, since church records in the 19th century recorded children born out of wedlock with the capital A, or an A with an umlaut over it, and then they were adopted to other families. I know this because my great-grandmother, upon her deathbed, confessed to being one of those kids... So within my family, we're investigating to see if we can trace back the biological side of her family by the city of Hamenlina. So yes, even Lutherans did horrible things to the young. Though thankfully, my family Mama led an excellent, loving life. And I do miss her, although it's now well over 30 years since she left us. In the background from Cincinnati, Ohio, this is Patrick Kilpatrick. From this year's Kilpatrick One album, I speak over Fauna and foul. So I do a proper Finnish pronunciation. Fauna. Ja, fauna. Hannah Peel is a Northern Irish composer based in Liverpool, where earlier in her schooling she was encouraged by Paul McCartney to keep doing what she was doing, despite what the rest of her class thought. Of course, bringing to mind that seeing the news out of Northern Ireland as religious tensions meet completely avoidable Brexit shenanigans harkens back to the troubles of the 70s and 80s. Going back to Hannah Peel... Her music juggles classical tropes with sound design and it connects to science and nature. She has scored various TV shows, advertisements, documentaries, including Game of Thrones, The Last Watch, and then some theatrical and dance performances, and she also makes her own music boxes. Hannah Peel's latest album is this year's Fur Wave, and you spell fur like the tree, F-I-R. And this was my first exposure to her. And I'm starting to work backwards through a discography since I'm floored at how good this album is. From Furwave, this will be Hannah Peel with Emergence in Nature.
is currently no vaccine to prevent coronavirus disease 2019 or COVID-19. You can protect yourself and help prevent spreading the virus to others if you Wash your hands regularly for 20 seconds with soap and water or alcohol-based hand rub. Cover your nose and mouth with a disposable tissue or flexed elbow when you cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact, one meter or three feet, with people who are unwell. Stay home and self-isolate from others in the household if you feel unwell. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth if your hands are not clean. Monitor yourself for common symptoms of COVID-19, like a fever, cough, or shortness of breath. Call a health professional if you're experiencing these symptoms. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I gotta make it convincing. <laughs> Hi y'all. Hi y'all. What y'all doing
with a song I've been hoping to share for almost a year, and finally slipping into this weird episode. Nick Storing with Tonight There Will Be No Distance Between Us, of the 2020 album My Magic Dreams Have Lost Their Spell. Storing is a Toronto-based composer, musician, writer, and curator who covers genres ranging from chamber music to reconstructed instrumental performances. And his music can be heard in various National Film Board of Canada documentaries, dance performances, and museums as art installations, including the Museum of Modern Art in New York. And behind me, this is Brian Eno and Ja Wobble. From last year's expanded edition of the 1995 album Spinner, this is Marine Radio. Eno is a legend, ranging from his art rock time in Roxy Music to his own glammy solo work before pioneering modern ambient music, along with his production work for famous bands. Wobble is a bassist and poet, known for his origins in Public Image Limited, and then following his own muse. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though do note, as always, this is subject to change, since the release schedule for films with the pandemic means everything is in flux. So some of these may be out already or due later. And on the new release side, the video game The Dark Side Detective, A Fumble in the Dark. It's scored by Thomas O'Boyle. It's coming out through Materia Collective. Zero VU provides the music to the Drifters, and that's coming out through Aridel Records. And if you've been watching The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+, Plus, Volume 1 of its soundtrack by Henry Jackman, tied to Episodes 1 through 3, is coming out through Hollywood Records. Freya Burkhout's music from The Greenhouse is out this week, as is Richard Breakspear's music from Held, and his score is coming out through Movie Score Media. Sylvia Nair provides the music to Il Triangolo della Morte, I Mostri di Frenzi, and that's coming out through Alla Bianca Records. Eva Maria Baranowskaite's music from Lawyers coming out through Movie Score Media. Benjamin Walfish's music from Mortal Kombat, yet another remake is coming out through Water Tower Music. And Terrence Blanchard's original score from One Night in Miami is coming out through Abco Records. And Blanchard is nominated for his score to The Five Bloods this year, as we heard two weeks back. The music from the film The Power is done by Elizabeth Bernholtz and Max DeWardner. That's coming out through Invada Records. I do need to hear that once it's available. Steve Mazzaro and Hans Zimmer's original score to the SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run is coming out through Paramount Music. Mark Corbin's music from the TV series Them is coming out through Milan Records. Phil Eisler, recording under the alias of Eisler, provides the music to the recent comedy Thunder Force, and that's coming out through Milan Records. Nick Powell's music from Unifecto Optico is coming out this week. And that's the story also, with Joseph Bashar's music from The Unholy, and that'll be coming out through Sony Classical. On the re-release front, seasons one and two from All-American are scored by Blake Neely, and that's coming out through Water Tower Music. Joseph Collins' score from Be Good or Be Gone is coming out through Movie Score Media. And Daniel Licht has two scores coming out this week, one from Children of the Corn Part 2, The Final Sacrifice, along with Children of the Night. Riichiro Manabe's music from Godzilla vs. Hedora is coming out through Toho Music. And there are some extended and deluxe editions of these scores coming out this week. Piero Piccioni's music from Il Mondo di Notte, and then Riz Ortolani's music from La Donna nel Mondo. And both are coming out through Decker Classics. Otherwise, there's a deluxe edition of Air Force One, as scored by Jerry Goldsmith and Joel McNeely, coming out through Versa Saraband Club. And that label is also putting out a deluxe edition of James Newton Howard's music from Dreamcatcher. And as we heard last week, 
Howard is nominated this year for his score to News of the World. Those are your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. We'll now get more theatrical for this next set as we kind of go French. And Gedalia Tazartes was a Parisian musician known for his live work for dance, theater, and cinema. Though he rarely did his own concerts and released only a dozen albums based on his daily output. Tazartes' music is frequently defined as unclassifiable, but his predilection was towards tape manipulation and what we call music concrete. And his biography on the Discogs website is gloriously broke, whereby French artist Gedalia Tazartes was a nomad. He wanders through music from chant to rhythm, from one voice to another, and Tazartes paves the way for the electric and the vocal paths between the moisin psalmody and the screaming of a rocker. He traces vague landscapes where the mitre of the white clown, the plumes of the sorcerer, the helmet of a cop, and Parisian and hybrid collide into a polyphonic ceremony. Tazartes died on February 9th this year at the age of 73. And from his 1979 debut, Diasporas, here's the late Gedalia Tazartes with Casimodo Tango. qui plane autour de Notre-Dame autour des tours j'ai plus d'un jour en panne autour de Notre-Dame je cherche en vain où est passé ce autour de Notre-Dame encore une fois un petit regret déclame Paris et c'est ma ville 
veux être fripé, triplement fripé, fripé comme une triplette de Belleville. Je veux pas finir ma vie à Capuco, dans ces tourades avec des gigolos. Moi je veux être tordu, triplement tordu, balancé comme une triplette de Belleville. The background this is new music from Nows From, although it's actually very early Nows From since it was originally recorded back in 2009. Released this year as part of Piano Day. This is O I End. This appears on the album Graz, which features one of Fromm's first recordings as his reputation as a pianist composer built up over time. And you cannot miss him live as he weaves some glorious music via loops and other odd elements. And he also is very interactive with fans after his shows. I've received a lot of submissions tied to Piano Day this year, which I'm still muddling through. And if you're curious, Piano Day comes on the 88th day of the year, in honor of how many keys there are on the pianoforte. And we just heard Annabelle Schwostik with her take of the song Belleville Rendezvous, 
found on her latest album, 2021's String of Pearls. Schwostek has led a nomadic musical career. She studied opera as a youth in Toronto. She picked up the violin to play folk with her dad. She moved to Montreal with her own experimental folk to open up for acts like Vita Hill and Tegan and Sarah. And she joined the Wailing Jennies for a few years. String of Pearls ties into her ancestral roots in Quebec and Uruguay as she absorbs tango, classical, and jazz into a theatrical mix. The original version of Belleville Rendezvous appears on the glorious 2003 animated comedy Les Triplets de Belleville, about kidnapped Tour de France cyclists and a mum's search with the help from the titular music hall singers. Québécois Benoit Charret and director Sylvain Chaumet co-wrote Belleville Rendezvous along with the rest of the score to the film, otherwise known as the Triplets of Belleville. And this song was nominated for an Oscar in the Best Original Song category back in 2004. And the live performance as part of the ceremonies featured a romp of gypsy jazz and dancehall throwbacks. The Triplets of Belleville was also nominated for Best Animated Feature. And since it was a Canadian co-production, it won a genie for Best Film that year and a French César for Best Film Music. And I'm surprised I haven't done a profile on that score, so I should fix that when I really want to get truly jazzy. We'll get into more Oscar songs soon, but this one almost got nominated. And from this year's Borat subsequent movie film, delivery of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan, which was a sequel to the 2006 film Borat, Cultural Leanings of America for make benefit glorious nation of Kazakhstan. This song by Sasha Baron Cohen has been a bit of a barn burner already. And if you're curious, the Borat sequel has gotten two Oscar nominations, one for Best Adapted Screenplay, and then Best Supporting Actress for Maria Bakalova, as Borat's 15-year-old daughter, intended to be offered as a bride to former Vice President Mike Pence, the former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani almost steals the film for his bizarre hotel cameo. Borat's subsequent movie film has already won two Golden Globes this year, and Sasha Baron Cohen is also nominated for Best Supporting Actor this year in the Oscars as Abby Hoffman from the film The Trial of the Chicago 7. This song came out as a single via Amazon, since Amazon is distributing the film, and it features an unsuspecting Warren G. Harding's band, and as always, take Borat's lyrics here with a grain of dark salt. And I've already heard covers of this song that seem to be missing the irony of who to blame for this pandemic. From Borat's subsequent movie film, here's Sasha Baron Cohen with... <sighs> Wuhan flu. And we'll follow up with an actual nominated song from another comedy. Yeah, very nice. Obama was a traitor. America, he hated. He belonged inside the jails. <laughs> I ain't lying, it ain't no jokes. him with the Wuhan flu. Let's hear it. Dr. Fauci, what we gonna do? Over there. She's over there. She's over there to the right. Yes. Okay, journalist. 
We're gonna inject them with the Wuhan flu? Or jump them up like the Saudis do? Okay, let's hear it. Who wants to inject them with the Wuhan flu? Who wants to chop them up like the Saudis do? Journalists, what we're gonna do? WHO, what we're gonna do? What should we do with scientists? Let's hear it for feed them to the bears. Let's hear it for gas them up like the Germans. great big world before me but it's all for someone else i've tried and tried again to let you know just where my heart is to tell the truth and not pretend all i needed was to get
with the Oscar-nominated song from Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. We heard Will Ferrell, along with My Marianne, with Husevik, otherwise known as My Hometown. Husevik is a real town in Iceland, which has picked up a lot of popularity based on how the Netflix comedies panned out. My Marianne is the alias of Swedish singer Molly Sandin, and the song was written by Rickard Göransson, Fat Max Gzus, and Sivan Koteka. The film was directed by David Dompkins, starring Farrell, along with Rachel McAdams, Dan Stevens, Graham Norton, Demi Lovato, Pierce Brosnan, and a whole bunch of Eurovision alumni, about two Icelandic friends who set out to win the famous competition. The song is that comedy's only Oscar nomination, though the soundtrack for all the Eurovision riffing material was nominated at the recent Grammys. Behind me, this is Claude Bowling, along with Hubert Laws on the flute. From the soundtrack to the 1978 film California Suite, the song is Beverly Hills. We profiled some more music from that film back in Exploding Head Movies episode 541 from a few months back, when Bowling passed away earlier this year. Now before we get into the soundtrack to Mank, I want to set up two things. And in the past, we've played a lot of Nine Inch Nails whenever we do a profile on Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross's scores. However, I do want to play some Atticus Ross music here, since I've recently found some songs online. And he used to be part of the act 12 Rounds with wife and singer Claudia Sarna and brother Leopold Ross, with whom Atticus occasionally records film scores. The band 12 Rounds met Trent Reznor as part of both tours and recording albums like My Big Hero back in 1998 through Reznor's old label, Nothing. Ross eventually joined Nine Inch Nails, but a lost third album by 12 Rounds has had some songs released via their website in the past. So from 2009, this will be 12 Rounds with the song Shine On. We'll then get into the world of Mank by its main inspiration, Citizen Kane.
That was the Royal Scottish National Orchestra, conducted by Joel McNeely, with their version of the prelude to the film Citizen Kane. The original 1941 film score was composed by Bernard Herrmann, making his film debut as he started to become a legend in Hollywood for his unique approach to film score work. And Herrmann's career began with Kane director Orson Welles on his radio broadcast during the Mercury Theater days, including the notorious 1938 adaptation of The War of the Worlds that frightened listeners. And yes, Citizen Kane, directed by Orson Welles, also making his film debut, starring Welles. The film is a sort of biography, talking about early newspaper barons, and it changed the film language as Welles used different camera angles and a fractured timeline as a narrative. It was a bomb when it first came out, but over the years, as Welles ride up Hollywood with his auteur leanings, it eventually became, on many people's lists, the greatest film ever. If you're curious, it was nominated for nine Oscars in 1942, but it only received one, as Hollywood still didn't wrap its head properly around Welles, and it was Best Original Screenplay by Orson Welles and Herman J. Mankiewicz. Mankiewicz is the subject of a recent Netflix film, Mank, as directed by David Fincher, written by David's dad, Jack Fincher, starring Gary Oldman as Herman Mankiewicz. Along with Oldman, Mank stars Amanda Seyfried, Charles Dance, and Lily Collins. He was a legend in early Hollywood for his ability to fix scripts, to add humor and satire to films like The Wizard of Oz, Man of the World, Dinner at Eight, and Pride of the Yankees. His own films started in 1926 with The Road to Mandalay and went to 1952 with The Pride of St. Louis. Jack Fincher wrote his screenplay about Mank in the 1990s, and David had hoped to make Mank during his initial famous run of Seven in the Game, but no studio wanted to make a black-and-white film that throws back to the 1930s about an alcoholic and gambling screenwriter who was then sequestered in the Californian desert to recuperate from a car accident and then dictated the script to his secretary, under strict sober conditions by Orson Welles. Mank's story about Citizen Kane was based on his own interactions with its chief inspiration, William Randolph Hearst, as a friendship deteriorated, as wealth and politics took hold. And Mank the film jumps around in time as we look at him and his influence in the Hollywood studio system, as it's impacted by both the power brokers and his own vices, including the 1934 gubernatorial campaign in California by Upton Sinclair, played by Bill Nye the Science Guy. Mank marks the fifth collaboration between Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and David Fincher. Along with the Nine Inch Nails only video in 2005, they worked together on 2010's The Social Network, for which Reznor and Ross won their first and only Oscar so far together, which we had a crazy long profile on our midnight episode of Exploding Head Movies back in episode 51 from January 2011. They also worked together on The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo remake, which we profiled in Exploding Head Movies episode 96 from January 2012. And the 2014 film Gone Girl, which we profiled in March 2015 in Exploding Head Movies episode 255. Mank marks Reznor and Ross's second Oscar nomination, and there's a third one to discuss this year a bit later. Now, this is the first time that Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross have worked with period authentic instrumentation. So the industrial and ambient elements are gone, and both have said in interviews that they were well outside their comfort zones as they invoke 30s and 40s jazz, swing, big band, and the swelling strings that evoke Herman at times when not falling back to a lone piano. It definitely would have been experimental at the time, but it fits in the era, since Fincher told them that he'd like this film to feel like we found it in the archives. It has been touched since 1940, 
It's been on a shelf somewhere collecting dust. It's going to be shot in 4-3 ratio and in black and white. It's going to be mixed in mono. And he wanted it to feel like an artifact. As we hear in the background from Mank, this is Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross with Sam Simeon Waltz. Now, Reznor and Ross worked with a lot of external collaborators, including conductor Conrad Pope, who's done his own film scores over the past 30 years. Big band arrangements were assisted by Dan Higgins, and he plays saxophone for John Williams. Foxtrot band arrangements were done by Tim Gill and many other folks like Larry Wrench, Nan Schwartz, Edward Tribeck, Henry Wilkinson, and Jonathan Beard chipped in, along with hundreds of players, all working remotely since recording studios for orchestras were closed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Also in contrast to past Reznor and Ross scores, there's a lot of shorter cues and recurring themes. And along with the release of the original double album, there's a crazy triple album set featuring all manners of extra music. And that's up on Bandcamp. From their Oscar-nominated score to Mank, we'll begin here with Welcome to Victorville. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross here on Exploding Hit Movies.
From their Oscar-nominated score to Mank, we heard cues by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. We began with Welcome to Victorville. Then we heard A Fool's Paradise. Then the lovely sounding In Your Arms Again. Then the drums kicked in for scenes from Election Night. Then Look at What We Did. And then Picture Frame. And behind me, this is all this time, happily ever after. Mank is nominated for 10 Oscars this year, the most of all the feature films. Along with Best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Pictures Original Score, Mank is up for Best Picture, Best Actor for Gary Oldman, his third nomination, and he won for Darkest Hour a couple years ago as Winston Churchill. David Fincher for Best Director, making his third nomination after The Curious Case of Benjamin Button and The Social Network. Amanda Seyfried for Best Supporting Actress. Best Sound, the new category that combines mixing and editing. And of course, make note that this is all mono and mixed flat like in the 40s. Best production design, best makeup and hair, best costume, and best cinematography. The irony of all that is, concerning all those award categories, for a film about a screenwriter, it's not up for any writing awards at all. And there remains plenty of contention on how much Herman Mankiewicz actually wrote for Citizen Gain versus what Orson Welles provided. And Wells initially offered the screenplay writing to Mankiewicz as an uncredited favor, but Mank pushed for more credit to what he considered his best work, and Wells acquiesced. Still, there have been plenty of theories as to how much Wells put his stamp on the screenplay, with competing theories by critic Pauline Kale and filmmaker Peter Bogdanovich. So a lot of what's true ended up in the grave. Needless to say, what was filmed was its own legend, and that was purely Orson Welles. Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are also nominated for another Oscar this year, and I'll talk about that next week because that's it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up at 9, it's an encore presentation of the Jazz Show of Gavin Walker. He will guide you to midnight, so stay tuned to ZITR for the rest of your Monday evening. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding Head Movies show page at www.citr.ca. You can also see track listings and downloads for this episode along with past ones, Plus, places to subscribe to the Exploding Head Movies podcast, which is available through Apple Music, iHeart, Spotify, Deezer, Geo7, and Stitcher. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100 Aaron, on Instagram, I am Myopic Man, but you can email anytime. RadioFreeGAC at gmail.com. So, next Monday, part five of our annual Oscar profile with the nominees for Best Original Songs and Scores, and that's where we'll hear more Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. They'll be joined by John Batiste as we do another profile of the music from the Pixar film Soul, which we profiled in Exploding Head Movies episode 539 from this January. We'll also listen to a nominated song from the film The Life Ahead. We're going to close with the Toronto Jazz Act Toontown, the trio of Kelly Jefferson on tenor sax, Artie Roth on bass, and Ernesto Cervini on drums have been key parts of that local jazz scene for years. And on their new album, Entering Utopia, they reimagine certain standards and write their own pieces here. So from Entering Utopia, here's Toontown with Flood Deluge. You have been listening to Exploding Enemies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic.